Hey, this is Jonathan Little of the John 427 Podcast. It is 9.30 on Friday morning. It's July 12th. Um, I recorded a podcast earlier today. It is kind of linked to this one. Um, I'll just call this one uh, Side Guy. How about that? Um, I mentioned earlier that I had started a an affair with a married woman last year. That was my first relationship after my wife left me. I had been single for three years, and the first and only relationship I had was with a married woman. So, here I am. I'm living in Muskogee, living at my mom's house. Uh, Well, I wasn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were living at my mom's house, and uh, I start working again as a nurse, and... I'm doing my best to get back on my feet after this divorce. I had left and I walked from Oklahoma to California to get over the depression. I was trying to lose a bunch of weight because I weighed 399 pounds when I actually started walking. I wanted to get to 170 pounds. I only got, that was her. I swear to God, that was her. Wow. Um, I got down to 260 pounds and I started working as a nurse again. I let the bad influences get me back into an old pattern. Oh my goodness. A bad pattern of eating when I was depressed, eating when I was denied a relationship or intimacy or sex or friendship. I would just eat. And I sunk back into that. And I I was able to gain all the weight back. Thank goodness that I had lost. I had worked so hard to lose. But my brain was still working. I was still trying to fix something in my life. And I worked on it, and I was in this terrible relationship that would be on again, off again. Basically, in a three to four week cycle, um, we'd be together three to four weeks, and then we'd be apart three to four weeks. Um, and we would go through the cycle over and over and over again. And um, I dated a girl for two weeks in, in, in one of the cycles around the holidays, and uh, then I realized there's another aspect to this where if I told her I was in a relationship with someone else, she would call me back. <laughs> she would break the cycle and call me back and start a whole new cycle. Um, that's not good. So unhealthy. So unhealthy. Because basically what it means is she didn't want me to be happy. <sighs> I, I took this woman out of a relationship where her husband was beating her up. Okay? Um, this guy convinced her to get a protective order against me in Oklahoma here. You know how humiliating it is to have a protective order put on you because you're trying to have a relationship with someone? Because you're desperate? It was humiliating. And I'm sure he was humiliated by the fact that his wife cheated on him with me. This big fat pud. (laughs) But that's what happened. Um, after getting her out of this relationship, I helped her rent a, a trailer and I helped her with, you know, appliances and bills and stuff. And I encouraged her all the time. I told her she was beautiful and that she could squirt. Why are you laughing? Squirt is over here in the corner laughing at me. Just get in the shower. Get out of here. You stink. Anyways, squirt goes in the shower. Why are you wearing nipple clamps? That's weird. People can see it through your shirt. God, how's your stinking body off? Anyway, Squirt's over there laughing at me. Um, this goes on and on. Wait, oh, God, she's still texting me. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, 
I tell her, hey, listen, you're not ready. Because she's she's still sleeping. And by sleeping, I mean fucking, getting fucked, fucking, sucking, rubbing, touching this guy. You know, this guy who I had to rescue her from. Because he was probably going to kill her. The day of the divorce, he beat her up. And, and he had to go to court over this. And I said, you know what? You should go testify. Because if he gets real consequences from beating you up, that's going to change his behavior. And she didn't testify. And they dismissed it. That was the end of it. A guy who beats up his wife gets turned loose. Because the woman is in this cycle with this guy where she likes to be beat up or chases him around. or I don't know. It's so complicated. That's a different episode. And... By God, you bet your ass I'm going to do that episode about domestic abuse. It's on It's on the list. Oh, God, she's texting me. Um, so I was like, okay, I don't want to do this trying to win you back from him again, okay? I'm not going to do this forever. Maybe it turns you on to have two guys doing this. But if I see him, I'm just going to stomp the living fuck out of him. And I don't care if I go to prison at this point because ugh, he makes you guys cry and he makes he makes me feel sad. This guy got away with a hit and run. You know how he got away? He called his kids and had them come pick him up and take him away. Okay? He used his children to evade the law after committing a hit and run. And he got away with it. He got away with it makes me sick and I, I don't want to be involved in it again and she she told me yesterday I'm sad I miss you um, I had a terrible day and I, I asked why and she said she went down the river with her family and I thought she meant her mom and dad and, and sister and kids what she meant was she had got back with this man and went down the river with him and they, they got a raft I guess and went down a river and I said why would you do that why on God's goddamn earth would you go back with a man who we worked so hard to get you away from and go on a fucking river rafting trip with him a man who cheated on you a man who is currently with another woman a man who I heard, personally heard begin every fucking phone call that I heard him make to her by calling her name. Every and I'm not exaggerating. I don't mean like 89 out of 100 or 99. I mean every fucking call that I heard her answer from him, he said hey bitch, hey fat ass hey stupid. That's how he opened a phone call. So I, I was mad then. I wanted to beat the guy up, and she told me, no, leave him alone. No, I don't want him to get hurt. This is how abuse works. This morning, we had a talk, and she texted and texted and texted, and I said, can I come over? And she says, no. And I said, why not? I just don't want you to come over. I said, okay, why not? Did I do something wrong? No. My, family, my kids are over here. My, my family said, says, Paul there? Is your ex-husband Paul there? And she wouldn't answer. And then, you know, I made the podcast this morning. 
about all this and I tried to go to sleep. I slept really well when I was sleeping but my phone kept making noises. So I looked up my phone and she had texted me, uh, I don't know, eight times. And keep in mind that this relationship with her, the relationship with my ex-wife, both of those, there was, there was an element of this in both. And I recognize it. And, and now I don't want that. But I love both of them. So I let them do this to me. Uh, today, um, I'm still feeling good. I'm happy. I called her to talk to her. And I, you know, I did, there was those issues of her being with this abusive man. Her knowing who he is. And playing this game where she thinks they'll change for her because he doesn't love her he's not going to do that obviously but he'll manipulate her by saying he loves her and then be mean to her um and i said i don't want to be a part of this anymore i i rescued you from him several times i don't want to do it anymore i i love you you have to go out on your own now you have to be you and if being you likes to get killed by paul then that's fine it's going to make me really sad and I'll have to kill him after he kills her. I'm just kidding. This is all just hyperbole. Hyperbole! Shouldn't have said his name, huh? His real name. But the guy, he'll be fine. Don't worry about him. No matter what happens, he will be fine. Okay? For me, I'm trying to live the best life that I can. And I made that one big mistake by committing adultery. Because that's what it was. Adultery. And I don't want to continue to be that person that did that. That was weak enough to do the same thing that drove me to suicide. You know what I mean? I mean, I love my child. I love my ex-wife. I love my ex-wife's new husband, Chad. I love my mom. I, I love my ex-girlfriend. I love her with my whole heart. And I love her kids. I don't love the man that destroys her life. Piece by piece, day by day. And the laws of the land are not going to let me react to that. So, you know, I do a podcast... I try to eat healthy, although I still overeat when I get sad. Um, I talk to my friends online, and I go to work, and I'm planning this big leap into a different life where I can be myself all the time and not have to pretend like it's okay that I'm in love with a woman who does these things. And, and I've told her that I wanted to marry her. I, I thought she might be someone who would marry me and be happy with me. But she's seen me. She knows me. She's, she's spent a lot of time with me. She's worked with me. And she knows that I won't hurt her. She knows that I won't cheat on her. She knows that I think she's beautiful and I care for her because even when we've been broken up, 
I do those, those things to show my love. When we argue, I never for one second forget that I love her. So I never say anything simply to hurt her. Everything is aimed at making her life better. And that's hard. If you've ever been in an argument with somebody who is doing everything to, to get you to break or, or become someone you don't want to be by calling you names, telling you things to, to humiliate you, it's really hard to look at that and listen to that and then just react with love. And thank God I've been able to do it. I've never gotten mad at her in a way where I wanted her to hurt. And when when we when we made love the last time, you know, I told her and, and it was really passionate. It was rough. And we we talked about it later. And I said, you know, I just had so much feeling and I just wanted to let it all out because I didn't know if we would ever be together again. And, you know, that was how it was. And she said that she loved it. And I... It's strange, the reaction that I had, because on one hand, I I would like to do that, make love like that all the time. On the other hand, I don't like to be rough with someone. I don't like to... I One woman that we were making love like that, she said that she felt like I was treating her like a prostitute. And I know that she meant that as a bad thing. I kind of laughed it off. And I said, thank you. <laughs> because it, it registered as a different quality of sex than she was used to for me. But she didn't generally... I mean, she had things she liked and didn't like. She was very particular. So I was just always trying to operate within those bounds. Um, it sucks being a sex addict because in, in, in the relationships I've been in, the women have started to understand. They didn't understand that I was actually a sex addict. They did understand they could use sex to manipulate me probably more easy than <laughs> than most guys they, they, they've dealt with um, I made really irresponsible choices because of my desire for sex and that's like right now I'm very cognizant of that um, I've been getting these text messages and I'm not going there in these conversations with her um, because when I left I made it clear, very clear, and, and in each phone call, I've made it clear that in order for us to be in a couple, she will have to go into couples counseling with me first. And, and I love her so much that I'm going to stick to that because I know even if our relationship doesn't work, that the counseling will help her immensely. So... I don't know. I, I This relationship may mean I have to be alone for a really long time. I don't know. Um, I 
and I'm talking to different women and, and about relationships with them and it feels like I could just move on to a different thing but I want to give 100% to whoever I'm with and I don't know if I can do that because this woman holds a big part of my heart um, so I'm going out into the desert and the mountains and the forests and I'll be on the road and I will be working on myself which is the thing everybody told me to do after I finished my walk and I didn't do I'm at a toll booth now put money in my bills being rejected holding the line up now there's like five cars behind me this bill's rejected as well now I'm gonna look for change maybe I could do this with change let's see what happens see the look of regret on the one behind me. <laughs> That's funny. This uh, podcast is brought to you by Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Remember, if you got to get there fast, try Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Okay, I'm throwing change in now. I do have enough change. It's funny because I actually save the change for this exact situation. Yet, I'm often reluctant to put the change in. Okay, howdy doody. I'm ready to go. Ah. That was a nice little interlude by Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Muskogee Turnpike. Remember, don't lay that trash in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is okay. Oklahoma is okay. Remember that joke? It's pretty funny. Anyways, uh, come to Oklahoma where we have turnpikes and large expanses of flat highway. Um, yeah, so... What I want to say, okay, because that's my drama. Um, I'm driving away from the drama. I am at 390 pounds. Um, I have small penis and everything. Uh, I'd say I'm about as attractive as a bag of wet um, lawn clippings. And I still feel like optimistic that I could find someone who I thought was attractive and who was nice to me. Isn't that crazy? Because you go back one year and I had at 260 pounds I was terribly insecure. And I don't know why that is. I thought I was not insecure but I was. And I think that is probably why I allowed myself to get into a relationship with someone who didn't or couldn't or wasn't available to love me. 
at least not in the way that I would like to be loved. Okay? Um, I think that you need to, if you want love, and I don't mean sex, although if you need sex in your love, then keep listening. If you want love, like a lasting, beautiful, crazy, passionate love, that is something that is very special. I'm not talking about like living together, paying bills together, and just kind of checking the boxes and not cheating on each other. I mean like you're happy to see this person for 30 years, that they make you smile when you hear their voice, that touching them is the only thing that will let you go to sleep at night. You know, wrapping your arms around them and them saying your name is like fucking heaven. That That is the kind of thing that I'm talking about when I say love. Um, that you'll wake up in the middle of the night when they call you and you won't even open your eyes and you're just going to get your stuff and go and help them change a the tire in the rain and then maybe go buy them some hot chocolate and then take them back home and let them go to sleep and shower and it's like you're up their back when they go to sleep. That's love. That's like... Um, that's the thing, you know, they get sick and you sit by them for two days or three days or four days or five days or 25 days. You take time off work, you miss bills so that you can make sure that they're safe. And then you go back and you work every single day, you get your bills caught up and you'll never regret it. And that's love. It's hard. It's not the easy stuff. It's not the roommate for life. It's the motherfucker who has your back and is down for you and will listen to you no matter what. That's love. And that's the kind of love that I think that you can't settle for from finding uh, almost there, kinda. Almost kinda. Don't cover that, that thing. And, and another thing for me is I learned I like crazy people. If you like crazy people, you're going to be going down a rough road with love for sure. (laughs) But if that's what you need to be happy, then don't compromise. Um, I'm driving away right now. I'm picking up my son and I'm taking time right now to think about with my brain, not my penis or my heart. Because I can't trust my penis and my heart to make good decisions. And why would I? That's not their job. (laughs) That is not their job. Okay? (laughs) They're like Beavis and Butthead. And they're going to make mistakes. Okay? So you don't want to make them be the president of your country. Make your brain be the president of your country. Okay? Smarts always makes the good decision. Always. And squirt. Why are you laughing? He's laughing, laughing and rolling his eyes. God, good God. Squirt, sometimes you make me really mad, but I still love you. Ugh. Anyways, um, I'm coming up to uh, the other turnpike I got to get on. Um, I, You know, I make these, these podcasts for entertainment, but I also make them so that some people who are going through some of the things that I went through hear my experience and and at least it makes them think more 
if not giving them an idea of how they should behave. I'll tell you how I'm handling this today. I'm giving myself time to think about what I want to say if I want to say anything. And I'm remembering consciously, intentionally remembering that I need to lose weight. I need to get my finances in control. I need to finish two of the novels that I've been dragging my ass over for a year. I need to continue developing this podcast so that it says what I wanted to say. I want people to have better lives. I want them to be happy, healthy. I want them to enjoy every minute of their lives because I know it's possible. And, and I want to share my steps towards a better life. And it's hard. And that things happen that are embarrassing and not everybody's going to tell you when they lose or when they fail. When they fuck up or when they get back up and they're restarting. I'll tell you because I think you need to know there's somebody who's trying. And I'm not just trying at the basic level. I'm trying to get to level one best in the nation. I'm 39 years old. I was a poor kid from Oklahoma. I'm half Indian, half white. I'm fat. Not well hung, okay? <laughs> but I can still smile. I can still kick ass at like um, hiking. I'm really good at hiking. I'm really good at hunting. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm really funny. Um, I've done stand-up comedy and I did really well. So... I didn't know I had those talents when I became a nurse, when I became a husband to an abusive person. I didn't know that. But I know now I have a lot to offer the world. And I know that someone, and maybe it's someone I've already met, looking at you, SAC. Maybe not. Someone is going to appreciate everything, not just the sex. Not just the pretty face. Not just the the humor. They're going to appreciate everything about me. They're going to love everything about me. And I'm going to love everything about them. And they're going to appreciate when I bring them flowers. Or rub their back. Or their ankles. Or run my fingers through their hair. They're going to appreciate all that shit. They're going to appreciate who I am. Okay. My mouth is really dry. So I'm going to stop... Okay, until the next episode, and it'll be today, for sure, although you don't have to listen to these, you know, every day, Uh, you can listen to one on a Monday, you can listen to them all on a Saturday if you want to, Um, I don't have enough content right now to fill every day of the month, but I will soon, so at least you can get a little taste, Jonathan, if you want, a little taste in your ears. I want to put, put my love and goodness into your ears. And then we're going to spread joy. There's going to be sad stories because I have a past, okay? But hopefully you learn, you know, that that person got to be this person. That I can smile and laugh about anything now. Um, all these trucks just wrecked in front of me. That's hilarious. <laughs> the, one, the one truck says, take shape, lawn, and landscape. And it's got a phone number, 417-307-8522. <laughs> Take shape. Sounds like a fitness company. 
Anyways, um, this message has been brought to you by Take Shape Lawn Land Care Service, uh, Oklahoma Turnpike Authority, and Walmart. Thank you, Walmart. I know you're not really a corporate sponsor. I'm just hoping. Bye, everybody. Squirt, do you think Walmart will sponsor us? That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Oh, God. I was, like, listening to this thing, and then I thought, oh, did I just say that, that name, Paul? And I know, like, I have a lot of friends named Paul, like, a bunch of them. And, I mean, it's so confusing. Like, one of the guys, his name is Paul Watt. So, like, everybody, like, we used to do that joke. Well, Paul, what's your last name? What? Paul, what's your last name? And he'd say, what? And we'd say, Paul, what is your last name? And he would say, What? Oh, it was so fun. This would go on for several days, of course. Um, if you want to find Paul Watt, I'm sure he's on Facebook, and it's spelled W-A-T-T. And if you can, call him and record it, because it would be hilarious for me to hear that. Anyways, I, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, man, that, that guy just said that stuff about me. That's terrible. I'm only talking about the Paul that beats his wife and sells drugs and has his kids get him out of hit and runs. That's the only Paul that I'm talking about, okay? I'm not talking about any other Pauls, okay? So I don't want to upset anybody who hasn't, you know, escaped from a hit and run, um, use drugs, drive your kids around while you're intoxicated, uh, or beat your wife, you know. Um, just that one. That's the only one that I mentioned. So uh, I think we're good there. And if, if you have a problem with um, me talking about things that you've done, then we can discuss it openly on Facebook uh, via video or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Anyways, um, God bless you all. Uh, if uh, you thought this was funny and you enjoyed it and you are a big fan of the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority or um, uh, Magellan Clothing which are available at Academy Sporting Goods or Academy Sporting Goods, then please support the podcast and share it with your friends. Um, if you think that Trump would be really cool as a Puerto Rican, then go ahead and share this podcast with your friends, okay? Um, if you like to add honey to your tea instead of sugar, um, please support the podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. God bless. This has been John 427. Bye-bye.